Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hello, good cheer, and happy new year. You're tuned in to Talking with T, where we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker bringing you more and plenty as our vision is 2020. I'm delighted to host the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. As we have entered into a new decade, it is out with the old and in with the new. Resolutions, celebrations, reflections, and such all mark the start of a new calendar cycle. I want to share a few things that I have learned to help you kick off the new year. Choose happiness. Don't argue with fools. Get rid of toxic people. Don't underestimate yourself or your worth. Don't be afraid to try something new. Choose your circle wisely. Be your own competition. Love yourself first. Don't hold on to things that don't benefit your life. Write your own story. Live life. Love more. Be brave. Share more. And be more. It's January 6th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, reality star Tiffany Pollard, model Keisha Kaor, and the late movie director John Singleton. Today on the national calendar is National Technology Day, National Cuddle Up Day, and National Bean Day. If you've been following Talking With T, you know there is a new theme each month. This month's theme is Walk It Like You Talk It. So basically, let your actions back your words. We all know that actions speak louder than words, so put some movement behind your mouth. Don't just talk about it, be about it. This month, you will be encouraged to add activity towards your goals. You will also be encouraged to be your authentic self and not feel the pressure or the need to put up a front or step out of your natural design. Be who you are and walk it like you talking. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. So in the past month or so, there have been some disturbing occurrences that we find fitting for discussion. It seems as if there are youth creating havoc in one of our malls here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I know this show has a reach outside of Knoxville. I also speculate that there are other cities facing the same issues. There was also a fiasco at one of our local entertainment centers called Adventure Park. And periodically, this facility offers lock-ins for kids. Parents sign a waiver, pay a fee, drop them off around 11 p.m., pick them up at 6 a.m. the following morning. Well, during the lock-in occurring this past Friday, January 3rd, complete chaos broke out with kids fighting and ultimately being dismissed from Adventure Park around 2 in the morning. There were multiple posts on social media showing events of the evening, as well as adults expressing concern over their kids being put out of Adventure Park at 2 a.m. Pam and Tarika, I brought you in for this segment because I know we had a conversation about this, and I would like for you to share with our listeners your thoughts. Well, I don't condone the behavior of the kids. My issue was mm-hmm. putting them out at 2 a.m. I think they should have had more staff there, more security, and then properly let them call the people that signed them in to come and get them. 
because some kids were put out and they were just roaming around the area, roaming around Cedar Bluff. And then one little girl was missing until the next morning. So I think wow. there could have been a better way for them to handle that. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, Pam. I definitely think that the whole situation got out of hand, and it looks like it got out of hand quickly uh, looking at those videos. I cannot imagine being a worker there and that happened as fast as it did and also how dangerous it was to be locked inside of a place with out-of-control children. Uh, The Mm -hmm. staff looked like they were young. They didn't look to be older, and I may be wrong. They didn't look to be older than high school students, maybe college students or whatever, but I think they need to have more seasoned chaperones that look more like, that reflect the looks of all the children. That would be a a really good thing to do, because sometimes the kids know who to do that to. Sometimes you get these two or three Mm -hmm. knuckleheads that don't care who it is, but for the most part, I think uh, a lot of kids are smart, and they know who they can kind of get over on. My mm-hmm. my thing is 2 o'clock putting them out. I heard the police is the one who put them out. I don't know how true that is. And if so, what happens after that? Are they liable? I, I'm not sure. I, I was really interested in knowing how that is handled if the police put them out. Not the actual adventure part, but the police. Also, these kids are just beyond out of control. And a lot of these parents mm-hmm. know it. They can't handle them at home. Mm-hmm. So they could. I mean, they happy that they gone somewhere else to get on somebody else's nerves. So a lot of them are glad they are out of their hair again. It was a bad situation on both ends. Like Pam said, a 2 o'clock situation with kids running around, little girl missing. That's absolutely terrible. But again, what do you do when you have that kind of fiasco going on? Yeah, and so you made a good point as far as liability because I was curious, as a parent, if I signed my son in, then who's liable when they, be it the police or adventure park, put him out at 2 o'clock in the morning? And at 2 o'clock in the morning, it isn't probably as easy to get in touch with the ride as it would be, you know, in the afternoon or early evening. And so I am curious about the liability and also... It usually is a few knuckleheads that spoil the event or spoil the activities for everyone. And everyone in this case had to suffer. And I can't imagine being a parent trying to figure out what was going on. And I definitely understand their concerns. I also want to speak briefly about just what's going on with our youth in general. With the things like fighting is some sort of entertainment. I mentioned earlier about the mall. You know, we have one mall here in Knoxville now, and kids are going there and harassing adults, being rude, Mm -hmm. disrespectful, and making it really unpleasant as far as a shopping experience. And And I don't know what we do collectively to get control of the children in our village, but as adults, we need to figure something out. What we need to do is bring back the village because Mm. at this point, you can't really tell the kids what to do without having to Mm -hmm. tell the parents what to do as well by them having Mm -hmm. an issue with it, taking offense to you correcting their child. When we were growing up, anybody that knew your parents could discipline you, and it wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. But now it's it's not like the parents are younger, the grandparents are younger, 
and the kids, some of them basically be on their own. So you become hesitant to really interfere or try to discipline someone else's child because you're taking a risk or you're taking a chance that you're going to put right. yourself in a situation with the parent. Yeah, or the true. kid. Now, now don't, 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 don't leave them out now because it's been several occasions where you think, you know, you, when I think, you know you heard them cuss all around your head um, mm-hmm. in a public place, uh, maybe a game, maybe a mall. And you know how you kind of look back like, hmm, you know, back in the day, you know, if I had a, a, a bad word to slip out and an adult look at me, I would say, oh, 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 I'm sorry, my bad. Honey, now you can turn around and look at them and they'll look right back at you and may ask you, what's your problem? So then right. you, you find yourself getting into this lip lashing back and forth with a kid, you get your adrenaline going, their adrenaline going, and that's not a good situation. Because, right. uh, and, and again, it's not sometimes the parent, the kid will jump on you. Yeah, the, the, level, of disres- the level of disrespect is growing, and it's troubling. And these parents know, you know what your kids your kid do because they do it at home. If they're at the mall being disrespectful and, and, and have anger management problems and all this kind of stuff, when they call you from the mall and tell you that your kid is doing this or your kid is doing that, oh, you know it's him. Then yeah. everybody know their child. Unless it's just some random act that you know good and well, this ain't my child. But for the most part, if they've been sucking their teeth and rolling their eyes, they've they been doing it. And so when they go to school and do it, when they go to the mall and do it, when they go to the games and do it, that same disrespectful attitude that they had with you, you can best believe they're going to have it with a stranger. So you they don't have no respect for no parents. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, everybody knows their child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows their child. If, if they're that kind of mother, then there are some mothers who are uh, fathers who may not know their child. Without, now, I shouldn't say everybody. But for the most, you are there and you've been around enough, you know your child. All right. And we have to stop being blinded to what our kids do. Mm-hmm. To have that many kids in one place acting up, though, so, you know what I mean? Was it contagious? I'm just, the whole thing blows my mind. And then but, you have to think about the facility they said is only supposed to have 150 kids. Mm-hmm. There were mm-hmm. well over 240 there. So you have to wonder if Adventure Park was just wanting that $40 per kid, $30, $40 per mm. kid, which is a lot of money, mm-hmm. to have so many kids there over capacity. Right. Which, I mean, make, and understaffed. And understaffed. Mm-hmm. Because one young man had posted that he worked there a few months ago, and he said he knew it was going to be understaffed because from the last time they had it, and they had it, it wasn't a big incident like this, but they had incidents. The workers didn't want to work it. They said, I'm not doing it. So they still had it knowing they were understaffed because the ratio mm-hmm. from kid to adult was all out of whack. See? So right, they, right. They and and the staff crazy. member got hurt, right? That's it. Yeah. They said he said he had a few stitches. Wow. So oh. Yeah, now I'm going to tell you. Now I read I'm that the police hit. officer got punched as well. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard that too. Well, I well, read I'm it in the on WAT. That's the one. That's the sixteen-year-old that they that they charged. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this: as as a staff person, a young staff person back in my day, 
Mm-hmm. And I was a, a college student and things of that nature. And if I was working at a place like that, the kids get to fight and stuff, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm not going to stick around while you're already seeing this uproar. So there's no telling. Now, for the, for the people who stay, I will applaud the workers. But they don't pay me enough to be getting my head busted. They ain't paying me enough to be getting thrown all around and jumped on by some children. Now, again, if it was too many kids there for the supervision, that's the management problem, general manager, the owner, or whoever. But, again, those kids who were watching those kids, and I'm going to call them kids because I felt like, based off some of the pictures that I've seen some of those workers, to me, they look like kids. Again, mm-hmm. maybe 18 or 22, but they're kids to me. Watching those out-of-control youth, um, I would have left. Again, right. I mean, I don't know who's going to stick around. I mean, because they don't have the knowledge. They don't have, they're not prepared. So when you're, when you're you, you know, you say, hey, look, deuces, I'm quitting. And I'm <laughs> sure several of them quit that night. I'm sure. I'm sure. They right. don't pay you enough. I mean, how much do you think they're paying those kids down there? I mean, they they look like they made, what, 40 times 240 kids, but they gave that all back. But whatever they were supposed to get paid, I'm sure they don't think it was enough to be getting jumped on and wrestling and, and fighting with kids all night. And I still, I saw on social media some hints of lawsuits and people who are wanting to take legal action. And I don't know that... uh they're not justified in that because if you had a kid there, you signed them in to be under the protection and supervision of a venture park staff. And that child could have been as young as seven or eight years old. All this chaos breaks out around them. They could have been injured. And then they get put out at two o'clock in the morning. That That's too much. So they might be claiming post-traumatic stress disorder. And well, what the kids may have gotten down there. That's what they don't Well, that's saying. one part. That's one part. It may, but then, it may be true. I'm sure mentally people may have been affected. But the parent, the stress on the parent, and the fact that you've entrusted your child to someone, and you have signed them in, paid a fee. There is a mutual agreement. Right. And but these lots put them out though. Huh? But what if the police is the one who put them out? Is that still? The liability, if the, if the, don't the police trump the organization? If, the, if you're having something and they come and say, get out, is that organization still liable or is it the police department liable? Well, I believe. They, they close it down, you close it down, right? You, you're right. But I believe as far as the kids getting put out, if the police did that, that's a concern on the police department. But okay. as far as what happened inside the facility that led up to that, because, you know, when there's a crime, they'll go back and talk about things that led to the crime and include okay. that. And so okay. I'm just saying all of the events that took place that led up to the kids being put out, whether it was the police or adventure park, it was not mm-hmm. a safe environment. Obviously, right. it wasn't a safe environment. And so, you know, I guess the bigger discussion moving forward, and we're going to pick this back up, is the state of our youth, this level of disrespect, strategies we need to employ to rein them in before it gets so far out of control because we can speak to other incidents and situations happening in many of our communities that are leading kids toward a path of destruction. And if we don't intervene, we got a big problem now. But if we don't do something, we're going to have a bigger problem. But 
as always, I appreciate the two of you. I know that all of us have an interest in the success and progress of our youth. We advocate for them, and there are some brilliant, great, amazing kids in our community that sometimes have to pay the price for the few. But I look forward to continuing this conversation, not only with the two of you, but with our listeners. So if you want to leave your opinion, feel free to call area code 865-409-1170. You can visit our website, talkingwitht.com, and leave a comment there or on any of our social media outlets. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. As a reminder, make note, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. You can nominate people deserving of these titles by visiting TalkingWithT.com. Coming up next, after a tune from one of T's featured artists, Jackie Hampton, and her song, Everything I Need, is this week's review of trending news and hot topics. Amazing occurs when a long voice cries out your name. Sometimes in anguish, but yeah, your touch always feels the same. Circumstances in life may try to fight, but nothing will extinguish this flame I have for you. So, spirit, fall down. This plan you have for me fits me perfectly. I offer you worship, worship. away from you constantly, from everything, yet you still gave me purpose, so I cry out, when my love is voice, Lord God, you're so worthy, Lord God, you are everything I need to survive, I become fearless, whenever your presence resides in me. Usher your spirit, Lord. Yes, I enjoy your company. So, with my worries in tow, I will always know you need that to comfort me. So, I cry, Spirit, Spirit, fall down on me. This plan you have for me fits me perfectly. So, I offer you worship. I remember you constantly from everything. Yet you still gave me purpose So I cry out When my love is false Lord God you're so worthy Lord God you are everything I need to survive Lord God you are everything I need to survive Welcome back to Talking With Tea Spilling the Tea Are you ready for this? Alright listeners it's that time in the show Where we review trending news and so I have back on with me our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, and Tiffany Tarika, who always has some wisdom to share with us. 
Last week, I shared that Serena Williams was named Female Athlete of the Decade. And this week, I'm going to share that LeBron James was named the Male Athlete of the Decade. LeBron played in eight straight NBA Finals from 2010-11 season through the 17-18 season. He won three titles. That was in 12, 13, and 16. He has three Athlete of the Year awards. He won three of his four MVP awards during this past decade, and no other NBA player won more games over this last decade than he did. So congratulations to both Serena Williams and LeBron James as our male and female athletes of the decade. Now, many people kick off the new year with a bang, literally. And I don't even know where the tradition of firing guns at the mark of a new year started. Do you? No, I don't know who started that tradition. I don't either. Okay. Well, sadly, I read a story about a Texas nurse. She was accidentally killed at a New Year's party by a celebratory gunfire. And so that's the way the article read, celebratory gunfire. And I don't even know if I like those two words being together. But needless to say, whenever there's gunfire in place, I personally think there's danger. I read another story where a young man accidentally shot his girlfriend, and she's dead. And so you can't undo that. But he said he didn't know the gun was loaded. They were play fighting, whatever. When a gun is there, there is danger, you know? Yes. Um, Speaking of guns. Iranian TV reported that Iran will no longer abide by limits of the 2015 nuclear deal. And to my understanding, we're entering into a war with Iran. I don't have all the details. Professor Jay is out this week. But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that war is never a good thing. And the loss of life, particularly innocent lives, is hurtful and it's painful to the country. Yes. If you have and I don't know, maybe y'all do, I don't, but if you do have $100,000 laying around and you want a piece of NBA history, two of Lamar Odom's championship rings are on sale. He pawned them when he was going through his rough period. You know, he had some drug and alcohol abuse. But these rings feature an engraving of Odom's face on the side, contain a lot of diamonds, and both rings are accompanied by their original display boxes. So a potential buyer... We'll be getting a total package. I don't know. It might be a good investment for somebody who has that kind of money. Just laying around. Just laying around. You know, if you want two championship rings for your collection. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Right. So let me move to this next story. Tracy Milanovich, age 37, is charged with six counts of obtaining property over $250 by trick. I didn't even know there was such a charge. Obtaining property by trick. She's also charged with attempting to commit a crime, criminal harassment, larceny, and intimidating a witness. Through a business called Tracy Psychic Palm Reader, police said that she convinced the client that she needed to provide cash and purchase some household items and such to banish a spirit from her daughter. Now, Tracy was found to have stolen approximately $71,000 from the woman. And first of all, that woman's daughter must have been bad as for her mother to resort to such extreme measures 
to pretty much get an exorcism. What did it work? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a lot of money. I thought Miss Cleo was scamming folks, but dang. This is new level. It's new level. So if it if it works, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a scandal or not. He said if it works, it might not be a scam. If it we works, might need. It may not be a scandal. Usually, a scandal is you don't get what you pay for, or you get swindled out of something. Mm-hmm. And if she paid for the uh to get the demon out of a child and didn't get it, now I could say that was you know the, the scam. But if it works, it may have been worth her money. Well, I guess we'll have to follow up with the story and see if it happened. I understand what you're saying, Tarika, but let's just say for the sake of argument that modern-day exorcisms haven't gone over too well. But let me let me say this. $71,000 is a lot of money, so if there is an exorcism training school mm-hmm. where, we can, where we can learn how to banish these spirits and demons because we could use some help here in Knoxville based on our conversation earlier today. Oh, yeah. So so if we can get some training on that, then maybe we could. And we wouldn't even charge that much, would we? We could. We could. It'd be worth it. <laughs> It'd be worth it. All right. Well, we're going to put a pin in that and, and see where this leads. So another thing, we keep warning people about social media and using it to air your personal laundry. People use it to blast people. You know, they get mad at them. They start spreading gossip or call themselves blasting or outing somebody on social media. People have gone to jail for flashing evidence of their crimes on social media, which I think is not just dumb, but as my mama would say, plum dumb. Plum dumb. Plum dumb. Well, a Supreme Court judge has ordered a Vancouver woman to pay her ex-boyfriend more than $200,000 after finding that she had damaged his reputation using Instagram and other websites. Wow. I might have lost the words. 200000 200000 So here's my point. This man was awarded that because she damaged his reputation on social media, right? right? Uh-huh. I'm getting ready to thumb through. I'm telling y'all. If anybody out there has said anything about me, I'm gathering evidence. I'm getting ready to go through all my social media sites, $200,000, because you damaged somebody's reputation. From what I see on Facebook, a lot of people need to be getting paid. Yes. Let's talk about that guy who the girl added him, I think, on Facebook with the HIV. She showed the pill bottle. Ooh. Y'all remember that a few years ago? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think he may have been from Memphis. I'm not sure. It seemed like I remember reading that. Uh, Pam, do you remember that story? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, but he got his case. If that can get two hundred thousand, he be better. I hope he can. I hope he's following up. He may be able to get him a good lawyer. Get him a part. Give him a little piece of that. Give him a little piece. Well, yeah. yeah. Give him, I mean, give him a little piece of that. And the point we're making. And, you know, we do it in our own style because that's just how we do it on Talking With T. But the point that we really want to drive home is y'all need to be careful. Y'all just can't be putting anything and everything. And then sometimes, and when I say sometimes, I'm even leaning more toward often. We don't get the whole truth, right? Right. And so, we, you know, social media can be fun. It can be informative. It can be entertaining. It can be a way to connect with loved ones and friends across the miles, but the misuse of it 
can put you in a dangerous position. We know people that have lost jobs. We know kids who have lost scholarship opportunities. And so we just want to do better in 2020. And the misuse of it has, it looks like, has outweighed the positive purpose of Facebook. Because I remember when it first came out, I thought it was just pictures and connecting with family members and friends and Mm -hmm. things over the years. But as time has gone on, it's really kind of becoming the devil's playground is what some people say. Because it seems to be more negative or, you know, type things on the I guess it just depends on who your friends are. What do you yeah. think about that, Pam? Yeah, I think so, too. I don't like to be in no drama, but I will go through and read 200-some comments of other people. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, when I said it's for entertainment, like you said, we're not involved in the drama. But sometimes just reading the audacity of people is, oh, I don't know, maybe entertaining it in the right word. But it is engaging. Let me say that because, Pam, I'm right behind you. I've read <laughs> I've read several comments under posts. And, in fact, went and popped me some popcorn and got some Kool-Aid and just sat back. Said, ooh, I can't believe they said that as I'm steady reading. Or, ooh, I and wouldn't have posted that. And what they have to do first, you have to screenshot it as soon as you see it. Yes, yes. That's how I delete it. Yes. And then we don't have any proof. We don't have no proof. And, and while we're saying that, so did y'all hear that? Everybody may not be social media literate. So let me just tell y'all how this works. Because you put something on there and think, well, I didn't mean to say that. Or somebody calls you and say, look, girlfriend, you need to take that mm-hmm. down. That's not a good representation of your character. Mm-hmm. But probably before, even if you delete it, and before you can take it down, somebody has a screenshot of it. It is forever mm-hmm on somebody's phone, tablet, computer, or even if it's just in their memory, it is hard to take back those things, you know? And so when you decide that you want to go apply for a job, that you want to run for a political office, that you may want to be in the public eye, that you may want to portray yourself, oh, which brings us to the thing, walk it like you talk it. That's a, you know what? We're going to have to say this conversation because if I get into how people portray themselves on Facebook, and then when you run into them in real life, I'm sitting like, who are you? This can't be the same person that I just saw on Facebook. Can't anyway, can't be. And let, so, let, let, let's, let's touch on how, how to creatively investigative. I don't know if that's even a phrase. Well, it how, sounds good to me. Hold on. Let's write it down. Creatively <laughs> investigative. Okay. Uh-huh. Listen, how we can pop from one person's page to another person's page and figure, oh, she's talking about this person. (laughs) Connecting those dots, and it's a whole conversation. They both blocked each other, but you're right there in the middle of it, going back and forth. Now, who who else gets you that? Who else gets you? I'm not going to tell y'all. I'm not (laughs) going to tell y'all why we named Pam P.I. Pam (laughs) and why we call her our top investigator. And I'm going to take the instigator part off, but y'all read between the lines. Um, now, I didn't, I, I will not admit to being initially drawn into doing that. I was influenced. Um. <laughs> y'all hear that? Do y'all hear it back? <laughs> I was influenced and I was shown these strategies. Um, but it is, it is quite interesting, you know, 
And, and people, you remember, there's just six degrees of separation. It's not too difficult to put pieces of the puzzle together. So, again, before we sign off for today, we want to encourage you to be more careful. We want you to think before you post, you know, is it true? Is it harmful? Is it positive? Is it going to prevent me from getting a job? Is it going to mar my reputation? Is it going to tank my character? All of that. But, hey, it's it for this bit. Happy New Year to you and the listeners. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And I won't tip around it. All right. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Don't talk, just act. Don't say, just show. Don't promise, just prove. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with Tea.